With the sixth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals, they move down, then they move back up, and they snag offensive tackle from Ohio State, Paris Johnson Jr. I'm Peter Bukowski, joined by Locked On Cardinals host Alex Clancy. Locked On NFL Draft coverage is presented by Ultimate Football GM. You think you can run an NFL franchise? Visit ultimate-gm.com to play the ultimate NFL GM simulation game. Start your dynasty today and this was quite the GM maneuvering from the first-year GM in Arizona, Alex. Um, the, the trade down and then the trade back up. Let's talk about the player here, Paris Johnson Jr. Why was this the pick in Arizona? What's the fit? This was supposed to be the pick in 2020. This is supposed to be the pick in 2021. I don't say that tongue-in-cheek. I say that with supreme confidence because if Kyler Murray isn't protected, none of this works. And the fact that Monty Austin for in the first 60 minutes of being GM on the clock in the 2023 NFL draft did more than Steve Kime did in the last five seasons <laughs> shows the trajectory of this organization as they are the Arizona Cardinals in name only moving forward. 6'6", over 300 pounds, can play interior from the guard and tackle position on the outside. It's a position that the Cardinals have desperately needed a boost in, and they hopefully get their 10, 12-year starter whether it be at guard to start or moved outside after. And it's something that Kyler Murray desperately needs to play behind. This was, though, a, a very talented tackle class at the top. It's not a very deep tackle class. So if you're the Cardinals and you just get this haul from Houston, what's the case, do you think, inside the Arizona organization to say, this is the guy we need to get? With the understanding that the buzz all Thursday was that Paris Johnson Jr. could be the pick at three. Yeah, and the interesting part about it is I think that they were worried about Philly the most because that's yeah. what Philly does. They build lines. <laughs> they would not have passed on Paris Johnson Jr. Even if Bijan Robinson was still there, it doesn't really matter. They he would have not. They wouldn't have got past 10. And the fact that they moved up, it, it, it was very clear in my mind at least that the only thing that mattered about the trade back was that future first. Everything else was kind of ancillary and could be used as bargaining chips in this draft. And all the Cardinals did was move down to 12 and then package 12 and 30, 34 to move back up to six and get the guy they wanted that they probably wanted at three. This was a masterclass by a first-time GM. Now, it's very early, but first step and then secondary step of getting a guy, masterclass. There was a lot of discussion over the last few months that Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, one of those guys, was going to be the pick at three if Arizona was able to, or was basically forced to stay there because they were leaking it to any reporter that would listen, hey, we would like to leave. Um, the, the third overall pick, thank you. Um, so if if one of those defenders, if Will Anderson, for example, had been there, do you think they would have considered staying at three? No. I think that the fact that they finally, I mean, this was an extinct volcano 96 hours ago with the number three <laughs> overall pick. There was no way they were trading back. Everybody knew and everybody was going to wait. And then the 48 hours before the draft, the magical nature of it just everything starts to percolate. And now it may have been hotter than ever. And they just had to pick their suitor. And they were able to get a team who wanted to make an impact, wanted to get a defensive leader for the future to pair with D'Amico Ryan's first time head coach in Houston to completely change the culture there. Cause Houston needs a culture change, maybe more than the Arizona Cardinals do. And that's a really difficult thing to do. So when it comes down to it, I feel like it was trade down no matter what. And luckily the Cardinals got a package that warranted trading outside of the top 10. And then what they did afterwards was just magic emotion. Yeah, and obviously, I, I was saying, if no one had wanted to come up, obviously, they could have right. taken Will Anderson if they wanted to with that third overall pick. So as you look at this team right now moving forward, they addressed one need 
but there are needs all over this roster. So where, where do you think they need to go next as we try and push this forward here? You know, it's a tie for first or last. I guess you could say any position that's not quarterback, kicker, long snapper, and punter, mm. they need. And I say that again without being in tongue-in-cheek. So say they look at the mid to late 20s, and they're sitting at 34. They've got DeAndre Hopkins, who they're going to need to move off of, it seems, at this point. And the maximum capable you know, capital you can get is potentially packaging 34 to move into the mid-20s. If that's the case, I think corner – I think edge rusher. It doesn't really or in, interior defensive line. Those are the three that are tied for first. The Cardinals need help building from the lines out. Is how winning teams do it. The Cardinals don't do that, so maybe trying something new, moving back into the first round, I think could be something to spotlight here for the Cardinals as they try to maximize the first day of the draft. One last thing on Paris Johnson Jr. Um, DJ Humphreys is the left tackle right now. They also have Kelvin Beecham at right tackle early on. Is is this right tackle competition? Could he slide in? There are some people who thought maybe he could play. He could play guard. He's played both sides of the line of scrimmage. What do you think the plan is in Arizona for him in year one at least? I mean, I feel like it's going to be guard, and if he beats out DJ Humphries, he beats out DJ Humphries. There's a chance that DJ Humphries could get cut post post June first. I don't think that's going to happen because they just gave him a new extension last season. Like these are the growing pains that the Cardinals are going to have to shed their skin with to move out of the old regime into the new. So it could get clunky, but. This is kind of paying homage to last year where the Cardinals passed on drafting a Tyler Linderbaum because they had Rodney Hudson. Draft the player that's going to protect Kyler Murray and you figure out the position he's going to play in 2023. But the long long term, you'd expect him to play either long, left tackle or right tackle, depending on what he's most comfortable with because both positions are going to be open probably come 2024. Yeah, Cardinals don't shed their skin, but rattlesnakes do. Plenty of those in the, uh, in the Phoenix Valley uh, there is much more that Alex can provide you as the host of Locked on Cardinals about the Cardinals draft and everything Cardinals. So make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, Alex.